Um, but today I'm really excited about our topic because this is something that I actually have had multiple conversations with people over the last week. Um, simply just a fluke coming up and then I was already planning on having this discussion. So this is going to hit a lot of um, concerns and questions and situations that a lot of people are in just in our daily life. So the first thing I want to discuss is the concept of nutrition and the concept of money. Most of the conversations that I have with people in say like a no snack intro um, or just talking about food in general, Im the immediate response is for people to clam up and have like a visceral fear reaction when I talk about nutrition. Um, people do not have a good relationship with food at all. Now, if I were to bring up money, people typically have the same visceral fear reaction. <laughs> um, so uh, generally money is a trigger, food is a trigger. Um, and this is, even if you're trying your best, we just generally, the human population in 2022 does not have a good relationship with food and we do not have a good relationship with money. Um, now we, there's two massive differences between the two, between money and between nutrition. With money, there is a direct consequence if you do not manage it well. With nutrition, that those consequences do not show up until way later on down the road that you end up ultimately paying the price for. So we can get away with a lot with our health versus with our money. So money is a pretty direct re reaction or response when we mismanage it. Um, I'm going to connect how the two of them are the same today. So we call this the health spending account. And so I want you to think about the health spending account as kind of like your, um, your savings account and the kind of way that you contribute money towards your bank account is the same way that you contribute towards your health. So let's just, for example, think about every time you get paid from your employer, money is direct deposited into your checking account. From there, if we have a good relationship with money, we have multiple budgets. And all of those budgets are going to be things that we plan for. So ultimately, you're going to have um, you're going to have um, expenses that come out naturally, like your mortgage, your um, um, water bill, your power bill, your groceries and everything like that. So those all fall into different budgets, um, groceries, gas, fun money, savings, all of those kinds of things we manage very strictly um, because we have lives to live and you cannot live a life without properly managing your money. Um, so naturally you're going to have, you're going to run into setbacks, right? For example, let's say you're driving down the road and you get a flat tire. We were not expecting that to happen. And now you have to buy a new tire for your car or you break down and just something catastrophic happens to your car. And now we've got a bill that's $480, right? 
we didn't plan for that. <laughs> we didn't anticipate that happening in, um, in this month. So we don't just look at that and say, well, $480, you know, like I wasn't expecting that setback. It happened and screw it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to spend the rest of my savings account, my $500, my $5,000 of my savings because, well, I'm going to be broke anyway. That's the all or nothing mindset um, that people tend to have with their health, right? You wouldn't do that with your money because that's just ridiculous. You're not just going to say, screw it. I'm just going to spend all my money because I have this one setback. <laughs> no, we call that falling off the wagon if we've used that many, 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 many times. Um, when instead you would make adjustments to your finances, right? So instead we're going to think about, okay, well, I have this expense. Now I'm going to try to maybe pick up some extra jobs on the side. So maybe I'll set up an Etsy account and sell something, or um, maybe I will pick up some more nutrition clients or some more work um, at work or do some overtime to make up that difference. Um, now we start to think proactively, how can I combat that little mishap that we weren't expecting? Um, or you might do something as, um, Instead of picking up money elsewhere, you will try to compensate um, by say, maybe not getting the expensive cheese at the grocery store this week, or maybe not splurging on um, a night out with your girlfriends, or um, maybe not getting the expensive fish or the steak this week because now we have money coming out and we're going to have to pull from other budgets to make up for it. Um, that's the example that I'm thinking of. So if you think about your health as exactly the same thing, we want to make intentional deposits that make our lives joyful. So every decision you make is towards a joyful, hopefully stress-limited life, right? And we're never going to have a stress-free life because stress makes us stronger. So stress is important. But if we're thinking about the best possible version of yourself, what does that look like? If we were to just wave a wand and then tomorrow your life would be absolutely perfect with a few um, stressors and things, but not too big, like what would that look like for you? Um, and then with that vision of your life in mind, what would it take to get you in that direction with small steps? Um, that's one thing that we struggle with is we have this big picture vision of um, what we want our life to be like. And we have really, really good intentions um, you know, to eat healthier, to exercise more, to start meditating, maybe to quit smoking, to run a 5K, or take on some other action to improve your health. So you research and design the perfect plan to put into action. And after hitting your first roadblock, all of those great intentions fall to the wayside and you're back to square one, right? So this happens to all of us. <laughs> but that's just simply the all or nothing mindset. Um, so the idea of the health spending account is you want to think about 
making deposits that are positive choices and adding to your health spending account. So a lot of times when I talk to my nutrition clients about nutrition, the walls come up, their heart starts beating and they're like, oh my gosh, I have to take away carbs, sugar, fun, <laughs> pizza, all the things that they enjoy in life. And they think that their life is going to be worse because of it. Uh, maybe we're taking away alcohol and that's the only way that you can let loose and have fun with your friends. Um, that, that, that's not the way to think about nutrition. I want you to instead envision the positive deposits that you can add to your health spending account. These are things like eating more veggies, becoming physically active, maybe getting more sleep, drinking lots of water, maybe eating lean protein sources or eating slowly and mindfully, um, using positive stress reduction techniques, um, maybe meal planning ahead, you know. Um, these are ways that you can add to your health spending account. This is how you make more money for your health. But also over time, you will make more money because you're going to be healthier. Um, then you've got your less than ideal choices that are going to subtract from your health spending account. Um, and when I say less than ideal, these are not labeled as bad. We don't want to think about food as good or bad. Just simply think of it as nutrient dense and maybe less nutrient dense, less of a benefit to your health spending account. So less than ideal choices that would subtract from your bank account. These are um, things that you don't plan for. Uh, maybe eating heavily processed foods or missing a workout or not getting enough sleep or maybe spending too much time on social media and not taking care of important priorities. Um, binge watching Netflix for five hours without moving from the couch. We have all done it. <laughs> uh, they make these shows too good these days. Um, having a few too many alcoholic beverages at the end of the work week. Maybe picking up takeout for dinner again. Um, so just like with money, it's not bad to spend a bit from your bank account, but ideally to become wealthy, you want to earn more than you spend consistently. Um, if money is a priority to you, this concept should make a lot of sense. And this is the mindset shift that we have to take ourselves in order to have a better relationship with food and nutrition, and maybe a better relationship with money as well, if that's something that you feel like you struggle with alongside of nutrition. Um, so there is absolutely no need to be perfect all the time. So just like it's unrealistic to never spend a penny that you earn, you just have to consistently save more than you spend to be in good financial health. Um, so sometimes you might want to spend $50 on something fun for yourself. Um, so I would use that as an example of maybe eating a couple of cookies after dinner, um, and, and but do it mindfully and with enjoyment. But just like spending $50 on a fun experience or a new thing to own, it doesn't mean that you have to drain your bank account by $500 or even $5,000 just because you've dipped into your savings. So, and just like with fun expenditures, if you find yourself consistently overspending, you have the option to either cut back a bit or work a bit more overtime to earn more money or put in the effort into other positive habits that support you, like packing a healthy lunch for tomorrow, 
or go for a walk after dessert um, to find the balance over the week versus focusing on being totally perfect or a total failure. That dichotomy is very unhealthy and nobody expects you to be perfect. Um, and this is something that I have struggled with myself is um, trying to lean way too far in the direction of perfect, eventually leading to just disordered thinking, um, disordered mindset, disordered eating. Um, this is what gets us in the wrong path of the all or nothing, um, succeeding or failing on the bandwagon, off the wagon. Um, you know, like it, it leads to shame and guilt instead of little positive deposits into your bank account that over time end up generating massive wealth for you. So to think of this in more practical terms, it's better to eat just two or three cookies if you're craving them versus the entire box. <laughs> uh, it's better to go for a five to 10 minute walk around the block versus not at all. It's better to do 10 push-ups at home versus skipping the gym completely. Um, it's better to stop after watching three TV episodes in a row versus watching the entire season in one sitting. <laughs> it's better to go to bed 15 minutes earlier, even if you're only getting six hours a night. Um, I know sleep is something that a lot of people struggle with. It's better to meal plan for one healthy meal each week versus having no plan at all. It's better to buy a bagged salad to be the side for your takeout dinner versus not eating a single vegetable at all. Cody and I will have uh, dinner out once or twice a week. And if we know that it's just going to be a protein and a carb, we will bring it home and then make a vegetable to go with it. So you're in control of everything that you do. You just have to be intentional and mindful with it. Um, it's better to meditate for one minute or 30 seconds, or take three deep, calming breaths versus not at all. It's better to get out for one run or lift weights only once versus nothing at all that month. So every time you take even the smallest positive step to nurture and care for your health, it's like chucking a handful of change into the healthy piggy bank. So even if it's only 25 cents at a time, so taking three deep breaths, drinking one glass of water. Sometimes you can throw in a bit more, sometimes less, but the point is to keep contributing to your health spending account faster than you withdraw and never forgetting that every one of those little positive choices do add up over the long run. So I find that my nutrition clients love this mindset and it really helps to shift from the all or nothing thinking to a more balanced approach. If this is something that you feel like you can do in your life, I encourage you in this Mountain Island Nutrition Group to share the things that you're doing to make deposits towards your health. And then also share with us some of the ways that you take withdrawals, right? How do you find that balance? Do you maybe struggle with the all or nothing mindset? And how does that make you feel? Um, I had a conversation with a client this morning and she was telling me, I have, I just felt like I am the heaviest I've ever been. And 
seeing that number on the scale, I figured, well, I'm fat anyway, so I might as well just eat the damn cookies. And it's like, if you have, if you don't have that mindset of deposits and withdrawals, and it's just all withdrawals, then yeah, why the hell not? Like, if that's the way you're going to be, that's the way you're going to be. But that's not a happy life. That's not a joyful life. Um, remember that vision of what you want for yourself. You wouldn't tell your child, you wouldn't tell your best friend or your family member that, yeah, you're right. You should just be fat. Just be miserable. Screw it. You don't say that to somebody you love. So why would you talk to yourself that way? Right? You would encourage them to get right back on the train and make one healthy step towards the vision that they want for themselves. Right? That's what a supportive environment, that's what supportive friends do for you. They want to see you succeed. And it hurts other people, not just yourself, when you make those withdrawals from your health spending account. So it's not something that goes unnoticed. So you don't get to just hide in the background as if nobody knows that you're making these decisions. They want to see you come out into the light because that light is loving and they care about you. So the decisions that you make for yourself don't just affect yourself, they affect the people around you. And if you are somebody that is the breadwinner of the family, how you handle your money is also affects your family members. It affects your household. If you can't afford to put food on the table to feed your children, they will not survive. If you do not make healthy choices to deposit into your health spending account, you will not survive. Your children will not get to experience the best version of you that they want for you. So you see how these things go hand in hand um, and how in the long run, making the smaller choices will eventually give you immense wealth and wealth is meant to be shared. So that's the point of this video today. That's the point of our nutrition group is just to share what you're working on and the ideas that you have and um, everything that maybe you are trying to get better at because we're all just trying to get a little bit better every day consistently. So I'm gonna leave it at that, nice and quick today. Um, so join me next week, Thursday at 9.45 a.m. for another talk about nutrition. Uh, I'm gonna come up with another topic that I hope is gonna be helpful for you guys. If this was helpful for you, just leave a review, leave a comment, um, let me know how it resonated with you. All your comments and your feedback help me to develop more and more videos like this. Um, if you're listening on a podcast, welcome. I encourage you to try what we talked about today. And if you are somebody who is not in Charlotte, you can still join our Facebook group. It's called Mountain Island Nutrition. And we are based out of CrossFit Mountain Island in Charlotte. My name is Noelle Broadburn, and I will talk to you guys next week.